0: This teaching comes to you from the team at St. Mark's, Darling Point, Sydney. We hope that it blesses you. Our Lord and loving Heavenly Father, we ask for grace to hear your word, uh, open hearts to receive you, uh, that you would leave the impress of your character on us, that people would know from us what you are like. And in Jesus' name we ask. Amen. It is to steal from Charles Dickens the best of times and the worst of times. We, you and I, are lucky to be alive today, aren't we, for so many reasons. Relatively speaking, we are prosperous, equal, healthy, long-living and well-educated. Though we've known drought and recession, most of us have not known war, flood, famine, earthquake or tsunami in our lives. And yet, we are people who do not know peace. Now, I mean this in two senses. The first is that we don't have inner peace, the subjective experience of being at rest. The state of inner calm is very difficult to attain. attain. And in fact, a whole industry has grown up trying to help people to find inner peace. I've spoken already in this series on the fruit of the spirit about how we are living through an epidemic of anxiety. We are chronically worried as a culture. This shows itself in how bad we are at the most basic form of rest, sleeping. According to one study, 35% of Americans, we assume the same as in Australia, don't get the recommended hours, seven hours sleep each night. Americans currently get an average of 6.8 hours of sleep, whereas in 1910, the average person slept nine hours a night. Roughly one in five of us has a sleep disorder, including me. That is, we are literally restless. There is a disquiet in the modern soul that keeps us from finding peace. And so, as I said, a whole industry has arisen promoting the practices of mindfulness in a quest for us to find inner peace. With the decline in traditional religious practices, our 24-hour activist always-on, always-up culture has forgotten how to be simply still. The second kind of peace that we don't have is relational. We don't have inner peace and we don't have Outward peace, peace with others. Peace between nations, but also peace between peoples. Already we know that the 21st century has been an era of war the Second Chechen War, the war against terror, the Afghanistan War, the Iraq War, war in northwest Pakistan, the Russia-Georgia War, the Gaza War, the war in Somalia, the Tunisian Revolution, the Egyptian Revolution, the Yemeni Revolution, the Syrian Civil War, the Gaza War keeping on going, the war in the Ukraine and the Yemeni Civil War. All of those in less than 20 years. But closer to home, for most of us, is the reality that we live in a more and more divided community. Politics, have you noticed, has become a matter of us against them. We, the smart, reasonable, sensible people, and those idiots over there who vote for that other party. I can't believe anyone would vote for them. I get that message from people who vote for both sides. Have you noticed this? It's been fueled by fake news. Grievance politics and our love of outrage. Politicians no longer reach across the aisle, but stoke up tribal warfare. And we'd have to admit that the church has sadly played its part in this as well. But to take a step further in, we know that this unrest affects us in our closest relationships as well. Do we have peace in our families, in our workplaces, in our neighbourhoods? This week I sat down to think about all the broken relationships in my life, the people with whom I am not at peace. It's all very well to talk about grandly, with grandiosity, about peace in the Middle East. But can I say that I've managed conflict well in my own world? Am I a man of peace? In several cases I would have to say, no, I'm not. Well, we've been looking... Sorry, but due to technical issues with the recording, this is all that was recorded of the sermon. Thanks for listening. Please visit our website at www.stmarksdp.org to subscribe to our new episodes, browse more resources, and find more information about the community of St. Mark's.